As part of NASA's upcoming Artemis mission, the space agency wants to build a permanent base on the moon that will help astronauts reach further into the cosmos. Critical for these journeys into space? Water. Having enough lunar H2O could make interstellar travel considerably cheaper and easier. And in a game-changing discovery, scientists have finally found the best evidence yet that not only is there water on the moon, but there's plenty of it. While the lunar finding helps us venture farther from Earth, shocking new evidence about Pluto's terrain reveals that it's a lot more like our home planet than we previously thought. Discovering that the ice on Pluto is not made of water, but of frozen methane, scientists have finally solved the mystery of Pluto's snow-capped mountains, revealing a mind-blowing and totally unique climatic process for the very first time. As we continue to search for familiar and foreign landscapes in space, New breakthroughs about climate and natural resources not only help us understand our own weather systems, they're helping our future missions to outer space take flight. Welcome to the Abstract Podcast from Inverse. I'm Tanya Bustos, your host. Our first story is about NASA's discovery of water on the moon and how it appears to be far more abundant than scientists first realized. Critical to deep space exploration, understanding how much lunar water is available could help future flights blast off and eventually establish permanent hubs on the moon. Our second story solves the mystery behind Pluto's snow-capped mountains. Unlike the water that makes up the Earth's snow, Pluto's is made of methane, acting like water vapor does on Earth. Never before observed anywhere else in the universe, the discovery is changing what we know about Earth's own weather systems. This is The Abstract, a look at the latest scientific discoveries and technology innovations from the reporters at Inverse. In each episode, we explore a single theme through two different stories. Up now, groundbreaking for future plans to build a lunar base, NASA finds the best evidence yet that there is indeed water on the moon. It costs about $10,000 a pound to lift anything into orbit and take it somewhere in the solar system. $10,000 a pound. So if you're an astronaut anywhere, resources are of extreme value to any activities that are going on in space when we are imagining the solar system becoming our backyard in the future. That was astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson explaining to The Today Show why NASA's latest discovery of water on the moon is so crucial for the future of space exploration. In a pair of studies published October 2020 in the journal Nature Astronomy, scientists say both the unambiguous detection of molecular water and small icy water traps are much more spread out across the lunar surface than previously believed. Translation. There's lots of water on the moon, and it appears to be far more abundant and accessible than we realized. As part of NASA's upcoming Artemis mission, the space agency wants to build an entire permanent lunar base on the moon that will help astronauts reach further destinations like Mars. However, in order to do that, future astronauts would need to find resources on the moon that can help accommodate their stay. Chief among them, water. It looks like the latest study puts the effort in good shape. Here to help explain more is Inverse's Pesant Rabia. Hey, Pesant, welcome back. Thank you. So this is proving to be what they're calling the best evidence yet that there is indeed plenty of water on the moon. Where had we left off? Well, so for over a decade, we knew that there was some form of hydrogen on the moon, but we just couldn't confirm whether it was H2O or whether it was hydroxyls. Hydroxyls are like, they're used in household chemicals. 
like drain cleaners and things like that. So but the, our instruments before could not specify whether the hydrogen actually came from water molecules or not. Right. And this study was able to figure this out? It confirms that there is water on the moon, that it is, in fact, H2O. And it also says that water on the moon is much more widespread than we initially thought, that it's not just in these frozen craters on the moon. It's actually spread out across the lunar surface, even in areas where the sun hits the moon's surface. Now, this was bounced off of another recent 2018 discovery. They had been onto something and this kind of brought it over the top, right? Yes. So in 2018, scientists discovered water ice on the moon's surface. It was at a lunar crater in the the moon's southern pole. And some of it was also at the northern pole. But now they're saying that this water ice is actually also in these small icy water traps that are spread out across the lunar surface. And before they thought it would only be at these craters where the temperatures were freezing. So now these this water is actually sort of, you know, engulfed or like trapped in these little little crevices on the moon surface. Can you talk a bit more about how important it is that there is an abundance of water on the moon, especially when you consider the upcoming Artemis mission and future space travel overall? Yeah, so unlike Apollo, when we went to Apollo, we brought samples back from the moon and, you know, astronauts came back. But this time when we go to the moon with the Artemis mission, we are trying to establish a lunar base on the moon that can help us get to further destinations like Mars. So we're going to use the moon to launch missions to Mars and perhaps other destinations in the future. So we want to establish a presence on the moon and use it kind of like a like a space airport type of thing. And to build these lunar bases, we need resources. And one of the most fundamental resources to have is water. Very good. You can follow Pacent's coverage of all the latest space happenings at inverse.com. Thanks so much, Pacent. Thank you. In a process that's never been observed before on any other planetary body, scientists may have solved the mystery behind Pluto's snow-capped mountains. Up next, how discovering the atmospheric process behind Pluto's landscape may change what we know about Earth's own weather systems. New Horizon probe. NASA's New Horizons spacecraft took the image. NASA released images of Pluto taken by the probe. They expected to find craters. Another striking discovery. Pluto has mountains. Instead, we found mountains. Big mountains. These mountains are actually made of water ice. Ice? Wait, what? While flying by Pluto in the year 2015, NASA's New Horizons spacecraft caught a glimpse of a landscape that seemed all too familiar icy mountaintops that looked similar to the ones found on Earth. These snow-capped mountains aren't just uncanny, they have not been observed on any other world. Scientists didn't get it, but quickly sought out to discover how snow could form on Pluto's mountaintops, and whether it was through a process similar to that on Earth. Now, an international team of scientists led by the French National Center for Scientific Research may have figured it out. Their findings, detailed in a study published October 2020 in the journal Nature, suggest that the snow or frost on Pluto's mountaintops actually consists of frozen methane instead of the water ice crystals we're accustomed to on Earth. 
Now that they've solved this mystery of Pluto's snow-capped mountains, scientists are turning their attention to other mysteries of the dwarf planet's atmosphere and geology. Here to explain more about what the latest tells us is Inverse's Pesent Rebier. Hey, Pesent. Welcome back. Thank you. So first, can you recap how these ice caps were originally discovered in Pluto five years ago? It was a big deal at the time. It was another weird Pluto discovery. Right. So it was actually back in 2015, the New Horizons spacecraft, which was launched by NASA, saw something that looked kind of familiar to to a landscape that we are used to seeing on Earth, saw these snow-capped mountains on Pluto. And it took note of it. But until now, scientists have been trying to figure out what causes Pluto to have these snow-capped mountains. How does Pluto end up with frosted tips on its mountaintops? It's a good question. And like you said, scientists have been trying to figure this out for a few years now. The latest research tells us what about how something like this becomes possible in Pluto. So first, they wanted to know what that ice was made of. This was not made of uh, water, but instead the ice was made of methane. And that kind of helped them to figure out how this frozen methane forms on the top of the mountains in Pluto. On Earth, water vapor tends to form in the lower part of our atmosphere because that's the part of the atmosphere that tends to be warm and wet. So that's where water vapor forms. And then it rises up from the bottom with warm air and it sort of expands and cools on its way up, which leads to more moisture in the air. And then that water freezes on the tops of the mountains we found on Earth. So that's what causes us to have snow-capped mountains on Earth. Since this has never been seen anywhere else in the universe, is it safe to assume this climate mechanism is unique to Pluto then? Yes. So this has never been seen anywhere else in the solar system or outside of any other planet outside of the solar system. Because Pluto's atmosphere is actually the opposite. It is warmer at higher altitudes and colder at the lower part of the atmosphere. So the methane vapor tends to be more abundant at higher altitudes and that it condenses to form snow on the mountains on Pluto. Again, it's one of the many mysteries of Pluto. We've talked about several on the podcast before. Um, Now that we know about its atmosphere in this way, it looks like it'll keep astronomers focused on what's going on in Pluto. Right. Well, Pluto is very interesting, even though it was kind of demoted to be a dwarf planet a couple of years ago. It's still very dear and near to our hearts because it it has this landscape that's very similar to the ones that we have on Earth, maybe even more similar than any other planet in the solar system. So this is why astronomers often study Pluto and its atmosphere and want to figure out all these mysteries that surround this really unique landscape that Pluto has. Right. Listeners can head to inverse.com for more. Thanks, Pacent. Thank you. Head to Inverse.com to read more about the moon, Pluto, and the future of space travel. You can find links in the show notes for all stories we talked about today. If you agree that science and facts matter more than ever, give us a rating and review on iTunes to help more people find The Abstract and other podcasts like it. New episodes of The Abstract are released three times a week. Find old episodes and more original reporting on science, innovation, culture, and entertainment at Inverse.com. Got something to say? Email us at theabstract at inverse.com with any questions, suggestions, story ideas, and anything else on your mind. Look for The Abstract Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast app you use. For Inverse, I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening. <laughs>